Welcome back to Be Great with Nate. We are in another episode series for how to survive in a world full of pain. And today we're going to be going over the importance of understanding your organs and glands and how they function. And I'm going to be bringing you through this, through the chakras, actually connecting it to the five layers of energy. It's going to be fascinating. You're going to want to stick around for this. So in the first couple of parts of this series, I've been explaining to you on how the world is in pain and we are in pain subconsciously. And since we're not growing because we're avoiding pain in front of us, and a lot of that has to do with technology, a lot of it has to do with finessing people, a lot of it has to be doing with avoiding. We don't, some of us don't need to go into an office anymore or work. We don't need to communicate with the cab driver or delivery people through this technology of phones. And that does not mean technology is bad. But what I am saying is the more we avoid things consciously, the more we create pain subconsciously. Therefore, vibrating that into or manifesting that into the universe, into the unconscious and the unconscious of the universe is in pain. So in the last podcast episode that we previously did, I walked you through the first layer of energy, which is your nervous system. And today we're going to be going over the organs and glands and why they're important to make sure that they're balanced. Number one, we're going to start off with the root chakra. The root chakra is at the base of the spine and it's connected to the muscular system of your legs and your feet. But the main organ that we're going to focus, the organ and glands that we're going to focus on, are they going to be the ones that can make this each chakra the most out of balance? So for the root, we're looking straight for the adrenal glands. Now, if you study the adrenal glands, they are very responsible to produce stress hormone, right? Cortisol, and that will activate the sympathetic nervous system. So you're going to start seeing how these connect into the nervous system, into the muscular system, how they connect emotions, how they can show up as an emotional problem, and how they can be realming from a subconscious dysfunction. Now, the adrenal glands, when the adrenal glands are overstressed, we are now becoming a little more aware of adrenal fatigue, which still people don't believe in. But the adrenals are responsible for your blood pressure and your electrolytes. So it's just bigger than the stress hormones. It has a lot more other responsibilities. But the adrenal glands do assist with your blood pressure. It assists with your electrolytes. So the more taxed out someone's adrenal glands are, the more they're going to find themselves get dizzy when they stand up too quick, feel sick and tired after lifting heavy weights, having issues with energy throughout the day. So either they'll have more energy at night and have less energy during the day. That's usually fate. That's one of the phases. And then the next phase is going to be having no energy at all throughout the day. So usually the first phase is they have a lot of energy throughout the day because their cortisol levels are high and they feel like they're unstoppable. Then it turns into cortisol levels going low during the day and then being higher at night. And then it goes into cortisol levels just being extremely low. Now, a couple of things on how to make sure you can control your or help the adrenal glands is if you go to step number one, that's why I put the nervous system at number one. I told you one of the best ways to control the nervous system itself from going into the sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight, producing cortisol, right? And adrenaline starting the whole thing up is by making sure you get enough protein, fiber, omega-3 and hydration. If we go to step number two, how can we help the adrenals? If you look up the best supplements for adrenals as far as nutrients, you're going to find vitamin B be a huge one, a vitamin B complex. There's multiple vitamin Bs that can help with that. So you have B1, you have B5, you have B6, you have B12, but you want to take it in as a complex. You'll learn that vitamin B complex is almost essential, if not essential, for your adrenals. So if we get enough protein, we should be fine. Okay, step number two, the more toxic the body is, the more problem is going to have with producing more cortisol, making the body stress and tired. So what does that mean? If we 
follow the nutrition given part one with as far as getting enough fiber, then we won't have to worry about so much toxins, especially if we get organic fiber, which that would be a whole nother podcast. All right. The next one is when a person is dehydrated. Well, I just told you the adrenals are also responsible to manage electrolytes in the body. So if you're dehydrated, that means that you're you're going to give the adrenals more of a hard time controlling blood pressure and blood flow, therefore causing more adrenal stress. And then the last one is omega-6 to omega-3. We'll learn that omega-6 is bringing what? More inflammation. So the higher levels of omega-6 ratio than you have omega-3, the more inflammation you have in your body. What does that mean? The more problems you'll have with cortisol, therefore the adrenals. So just following all the steps in step one will help you with step two with the adrenals. Okay. But we have other things, making sure uh, mental stress is huge for us. So mental stress will bring the body or stress out the adrenals, uh, relationship stress, work stress. So those things are things that we need energy for. So if we follow part one and we follow the four key things that we need to follow to control our nervous system, then we have more control of the internal um, stressors. And then I told you in part one that the more you control the internal, then you can focus on protecting your energy in the external world. Therefore, when you have to deal with stressful events, you have more energy now to deal with it. So those are some things for the adrenals. I don't want to make this all about the adrenals or root chakra. The second one is going to be the sacral chakra, and that's connected to your reproductive hormones. I mean, your reproductive system and reproductive hormones. But you'll find that the more stressed that a person is, the more they'll have issues with reproduction. One of the reasons why is because it's something called progesterone steel. If you look up progesterone steel or cortisol steel, you'll see the more stress that the body's under, the more that progesterone with steel, B5 and cholesterol, micronutrients that are needed for your sex hormones and brings it to cortisol because cortisol also needs nutrition. So the more stressed you are, the more that cortisol will steal the nutrition from your sex hormones. But we also have things like metabolic disease or metabolic syndromes like PCOS that I see a lot in my clients. Uh, you can have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, high blood pressure, heart disease, etc. These are all things that can contribute towards causing problems. But if you're a woman, your PCOS is something I really do see early on. The more stressed that a person is or the more insulin resistant they are. Remember, there's no you can't be insulin resistant when having high levels of cortisol. So cortisol, adrenaline, and insulin, they work together. They all, they're buddies, they're best friends, they're essential hormones. They, if one is affected, the other two will be affected. I say that to say, when you do have issues with too much stress in the body, you will have problems with your reproductive system. Your body will be hypervigilant on safety and security and does not care about bringing a child into the world. Therefore, libido will drop because the nervous system perceives that since the, you're so stressed that the environment is not safe to bring a child into. That's the second layer. What can we do about that? Well, of course, we have to control stress. We keep saying that. But there also is some emotional things that can cause a huge imbalance here. If you were molested or abused in any type of way, or you were felt you were put on with guilt and shame for your sexuality because you feel one way about yourself, but you're scared how the world's going to judge you. Maybe that would, that occurred when you were younger and you grew up in a certain religious household, or today that you feel like you want to express your sexuality but there's so much judge, judgment that can come your way. Those things will create a emotional blockage, energy, emotion, blockage, because the blood flow, the emotion, they, you, they all connect at the end of the day. So the more that your sexual energy is blocked or there's an issue there that is causing problems, you will find the hip flexors around there, the muscular system be tight as well. If a person thinks, oh, that's just woo-woo, okay, it's woo-woo. But if a person has tight hip flexors, has issues with emotions of being too hard on themselves, 
always manifesting or getting in relationships with someone who's a manipulator or who's a narcissist. And they're really creative with things they want to do. And maybe they want to express their sexuality, but they're blocking both. That is just not a coincidence. Okay. They all work together. They all work through the nerve channels and communicate through nerve channels of each section of your body. Number two, you want to do when it comes down to controlling the organs and glands of your reproductive system, it's important that you're honest enough with yourself and find a way to express yourself. If you haven't told anybody a trauma, this is where a therapist comes in beautifully. They're skillful at this particular uh, problem that you're facing with helping you, you know, digest the trauma or digest or learn, give you key steps on how to be you in, in life. I just got a client, very, very good, good person. And um, they're afraid to show their sexuality in the world. They are gay and they're scared that their family is going to judge them and they're scared the world's going to judge them. And when I'm doing their paperwork, they mention that. And that is something that I first have to see if they talk to a professional about. And then I have to teach this person how to live in their truth. And in order for me to really help this person overcome any problems that they may have that they're distracting themselves with or emotionally doing that is self-sabotaging, I have to teach this person how to be them. The you you never knew. That's why the name of the book is The You You Never Knew. You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to the reproductive system as well, I find a lot of times people don't drink enough water in this situation. And if you look at the sacral chakra, it's associated with water, which is no coincidence to me. The third one is going to be the solar plex, and this is your digestive tract and your digestive organs and glands. So you're going to have the liver, the gallbladder, the pancreas, the small intestines, the large intestines, the spleen. Um, I may be missing one or so, but this is important because what happens here is if your stomach acid is low, then you cannot get, you're not going to simulate enough vitamin B or protein, the nutrients from protein itself. So you can be vitamin B deficient. You can be choline deficient. You can be iron deficient, zinc deficient. So you can cause a whole bunch of problems. The liver is very important with producing bile. So bile helps you break down fat soluble vitamins, vitamin A, K, E, and D. The pancreas is essential to help you assimilate your food by releasing digestive enzymes, but also the pancreas is responsible to help you stabilize blood sugar. Now, one of my podcast episodes a few weeks ago, I released an episode on how COVID, the virus itself, along with the treatment for it, but I don't want to just point it only at the treatment because it's been shown that the virus itself has caused, it can cause damage to the pancreas and has been shown to cause a 28% increase and diabetes compared to other codes and flus. I am seeing a lot of problems with the pancreas with clients today. And then we have the small intestines where a lot of the food gets assimilated. If there's any imbalances with anything I just mentioned above, you will have undigested food in the small intestines, which therefore will cause SIBO, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, because bugs will come and eat it for you. Especially if you're not getting enough fiber and you're not feeding the bugs in a the colon, they'll swim up those, that microbiome will swim up and eat that food in the small intestines. And we're not supposed to have a big population of bacteria or any type of microbiome there as much as we are supposed to have it in the colon. So that can cause a lot of problems. We can also create leaky gut and we can create small intestinal fungal overgrowth. Now with the large intestines, the biggest problem that I see is obviously is constipation with people. And usually it's because a person's not drinking enough water or a person's not having enough fiber or a person is not moving their body enough. Now I have run into clients that have had hysterectomies or that have had C-sections that have major problems with their colon 
And the reason for their problems is because they never retrain the nervous system that connects to the muscles that then correlate with the organ and gland nearest to it. So every organ and gland in your body, if I named anything and you know, you're like, oh, I have a problem there. Well, I can guarantee you the muscle nearest to that um, organ and gland is going to be affected to the point where it won't activate correctly, creating a huge muscular imbalance, which is the next podcast episode. Okay, then the next one we're gonna have is the heart and the lungs. Uh, we can find a lot of heart and lung issues due to the fact of if you smoke, especially these little vape pens people who are smoking these days, if you are someone who's having problems with electrolytes, like potassium deficiency will create heart, um, heart palpations. So would magnesium deficiency or imbalances with the electrolytes itself. As you can see, if we continue to go up, everything comes back to the root cause of a lot of problems being associated with the root chakra and the adrenals. And that's why the science behind what I try to do with the science behind the chakras make very, it makes a lot of sense to me on how they all correlate and how wise it was for Eastern medicine to have developed this system is amazing because it makes sense scientifically for me with the five layers of energy. You can have a lot of problems with the lungs for many different variations, things like allergies, or fungal infections that can cause respiratory problems. Oh, I'm about to go to the adrenals. Actually, uh, there's a book called the Adrenal Fatigue Syndrome book. This particular doctor showed that most respiratory problems are coming from a deficiency of cortisol from the adrenals being exhausted. So there goes your heart and lungs. And then, of course, there's a whole bunch of other things like metabolic syndrome can cause heart problems. Um, high blood pressure can cause heart problems as well. Now, the throat. Uh, we, uh, no, sorry, let me back up. Let me go back to what you can do about the heart and lungs. So let's first start with the heart. If you are having heart issues and you notice mostly your family members in your family have some form of a metabolic syndrome. So that's PCOS, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, pre-diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer, heart disease, etc. Then it may be wise for you to also look at, have you gained some weight that you don't want to have on your body? Has it been hard for you to lose the weight? And are you having hormonal imbalances with either procreation, blood sugar, check your A1C for that, triglycerides, uh, you can see that in your blood work as well and blood pressure. If you are, then the best case for you is to follow episode one and follow those four things. I'm telling you right now, they work all the time for most of the things. Is it one magical thing that works for everybody? I don't know. I was going to say no, but I don't know. I know it works for every client that I've come across. Now, getting a person to stick to it, it that's where coaching comes in, right? So I can easily email you a PDF. You have to, I have to teach you how to master the, I have to teach you to know yourself again. I have to teach you what you want. I have to teach you so many other things, why you continue to go off program, not only with that, with, with your life. So it gets a lot deeper than just giving someone a PDF. I mean, you have to be honest with yourself if you're going to coach people on that uh, first and foremost, but it takes a lot more work than just telling somebody just to eat something simple. But in this podcast, I, that's why I'm trying to break these podcasts up for you to give you as much information as I can. When it comes to the lungs and the heart as well, are you moving your body enough? If a person is sedentary, we're going to see problems there as well. And do you have anxiety? Anxiety will bring your breathing to be shallow and you won't be breathing into your pelvic floor. Therefore, you're going to be holding a lot of stress in your upper abdominals and your chest muscles. So maybe doing something like meditation and yoga to bring anxiety down to ground yourself for Tai Chi. Those things would be excellent to activate and help with that as well. And then there's herbs that can help you with each of these organs and glands. And you can do some research on the best herbs. But I do want to make that something that is also very helpful. Then you have the throat chakra. The throat chakra connects to the thyroid. And you, most of the people that I work with that have hypothyroidism are going to have history or issues with their liver or history with blood sugar problems, or they're going to have 
um, heavy metals in their mouth from dental fillings, aluminum dental fillings that they never had changed. Now, T4 converted to T3, if the liver is fatty or having problems with detoxification, we can have a problem with that because the liver does help the thyroid. Number two, if a person is having crazy amounts of stress, glucocorticoids will inhibit thyroid stimulating hormone in T4 and T3. That There's so many things that can cause stress in a person, but the main things is an unbalanced nervous system and inflammation in the body, plus other things too, but I'm just trying to keep this simple for you. All right. And then the next thing is what happens is when there's a lot of mercury in the body, it can cause a lot of problems with selenium which is a mineral that helps the thyroid. I found a lot of my clients that had some mercury problems also have a selenium deficiency. If you look up selenium deficiency symptoms and you can see if they correlate with you or not, but the best, the first thing you can do with the thyroid itself is number one, make sure that stress is under control. The three main stresses that we want to look for is mental stress with finances, work, and home environment. Number two is digestion. If there's any digestive issues that will cause a lot of stress, the third one is any bacteria or virus infections in the body. I'm not trying to be funny, but I do work with a lot of people who have herpes and their nervous system is going to be a lot more sensitive because if they have herpes, they have a virus that usually can cause a reaction of a lot more stress when a person is out of balance. So in order to maintain their nervous system even more, they have to be able to control their sleep, their movement, their thinking, their hydration, their diet, et cetera. So those are a couple of steps you can do for the overcoming metabolic syndrome is going to be huge if you do have a non-alcoholic fatty liver. But again, I don't want to sound annoying. You make sure you're detoxifying correctly each day. Protein and fiber would help you do that. Plus hydration, more levels of omega-3, you're winning right there with nutrition. And then you have the pituitary. The pituitary is associated with the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal. So anytime we go back to the root, if the adrenals, if you're stressed, the hypothalamus pituitary signal to the adrenal cortex to release cortisol. So you have to be able to control stress for all of these to be able to function better. How amazing is that? In order for you to survive in a world full of pain, you need to master yourself with Number one, your nervous system using nutrition and protecting your energy. Number two, of seeing how if you do not do that, how it's going to affect the second layer of energy with your organs and glands. Now we just mastered the reason why this information is important even more, giving us more motivation to control this consciously to make it subconscious that then gives us the power to control our emotions even more. I'll see you in the next podcast episode when we talk about the muscular system and what you can do to improve that to help you survive in a world full of pain. Peace.